0: This is Jarvis Hester, the Editor-in-Chief of Live Free Magazine, where we inspire you to live free in every area of your life. Mind, body, and spirit. And this is an episode of six, 53 Years in Counting with Dr. Ron and Norma Hester. Dr. Hester and Norma, how are you today?
1: It's fantastic.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Today's episode is uh, tackling the issues of... Um, chores and raising children so it's the battle of chores and raising children so what are some of the battles that you have uh encountered over the 53 years of marriage uh in in dealing with your your three handsome boys (laughs) and their chores and raising children what what are some of the, the the highlights that you can think back on um that you'd like to share with us today um, I like to share something funny.
1: Even though we had a wash dishwasher, we felt that we needed to teach our sons responsibilities of chores. So instead of using our dishwasher, we use them to wash the dishes uh, yeah.
0: by hand. Free, free labor. Right. 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 Yes. 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 yes.
2: <laughs> also, also teaching them skills. Uh, and and news but for youth later on in life, be, and, surprised, uh, be surprised how many men and not even women don't know how
0: to do that or even cook. Mm-hmm. But it goes back to the last episode we we're talking about discipline. Uh it, it trains the child to be disciplined from start to finish in any in, in their tasks. So I I, I I commend you on that. I, I, I actually, I, uh, I champion you all because I, I, I look and encounter other people who have parents who uh, really make them feel little and uh, diminish them. And I look at my parents who've always told me that I could do anything I, I, I put my mind to. And so I'm grateful to you both for that. So uh, let's talk to, about, about chores. <clears throat> I know that, that, Norma, you are, were the, the homemaker and raising your children How did you manage chores and how did that affect the relationship between you and your husband?
1: Well, I think that uh, because I was home, I was able to, you know, enforce and reinforce some rules that we felt that was important in raising our children. Uh, We didn't slap on them or uh, let them get away with whatever, encounter and be able to suffer some consequences of their actions and I think that's something that's not happening today. Parents want to shelter and not allow them to um, suffer some of the consequences of their decisions because at one time or another they're going to have to suffer some of the consequences of their decisions.
0: Yeah I think a lot of times parents uh, mistake the relationship of uh, parent and child—they want to make it more of a friendship and make it more commonality. But children crave discipline and they—they—they they, um, they need it. And in order to like really, um, to really form that individual into a, a strong man or woman, discipline is like the 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 foundation. Would you agree?
1: I totally agree because when you skip over don't allow them to suffer some consequences of it, it's, this is how building their character how building um you disciplining them
2: rather than the police coming in and having to discipline well even the bible tells rod ride, spare ride for the child so the bible even tells you to discipline your children
1: with the trainer they don't come out and know what to do, so we are supposed to assume the responsibility of training the children.
0: So you mentioned washing dishes. What were some other other chores that you gave your your sons uh, over the years? And and uh, what did you learn from from that that encounter with you know assigning those different chores to your sons?
1: Well, they each had a room of their own, which was unusual for black children but they were responsible for um, I think I remember putting in like a laundry basket and they were to, supposed to separate the white clothes from the dark clothes so that taught them responsibility and when their room was dirty guess what they had to clean it up so you know that that was a part of their chores cleaning up uh, sorting out their clothes for washing and just being
0: responsible Okay, Doc, Dr. Hester, do you, do you have anything to say? Uh,
2: no, I was uh, you know what she, what she had said uh, my, one of the things that I, I guess I could say about I, I had uh, talked to them to, to, to get out of the yard and, and learn to uh, teach them how to cut grass and, and it was after which they didn't like doing Yeah, because it was
0: a large yard <laughs> when Saturday was the day four, uh, and for all of everybody to
2: get out there and, talk, and they cut the grass. Because one day they was going to get married and have they own all be out
0: Very true. But if,
2: they, if they were not trained to do that, they wouldn't know how to do that. And it's happening today. They don't know how to get out there and cut the grass because nobody taught them.
0: So do you think that it it goes back to uh, the the parental responsibility to train the child to make sure that uh, they're equipped to be strong men and women? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'd like for y'all to share maybe an anecdote or a story about uh, an assignment that maybe you've given. How about me? Because uh, I know y'all love telling the story about how I painted the freeze the freezer. So uh, uh, go ahead, Ma. Okay, okay,
1: okay. <laughs> uh, I, understand y'all, to because you know just keep his hands busy. So what I told y'all was to do was I said go wash off the freezer. Next thing I know, he had taken out some paint <laughs> and painted the freezer mean it was <laughs> the was totally
0: to or the type of paint you should use for that application absolutely,
1: absolutely. <laughs> painting versus cleaning me <laughs> it's not the same thing
0: i was creative you know this what it is <laughs> anyway so um <clears throat> Could you look back over your your parenting, fifty the 53 years of your, your marriage, but over the years of parenting your, your three sons, what was the one thing that stood out uh, as far as your, your the raising of your children? And, and as far as what was the most important thing that you felt like, I'm so glad we did this? Well,
1: one thing definitely to look but- uh, raise up a child in a way it should go. The Word of God says, when it's when they're old, they won't depart from it. We laid a foundation for them. They were involved in youth group. They were involved in theater. They were involved in singing. So we gave them to me a well-rounded Christian experience. And. Uh, in a church that was growing, um, we saw them growing at the same time. And one thing I can't remember which child probably dropped um, us: us. Somehow we didn't go back to the evening service. And whoever it was said, "You don't. Know, you mean to tell me you don't love Jesus anymore?" No. <laughs> so,
0: that sounds like something Stephen would say. <laughs> <laughs>
1: which helped them into being who they are today. You
0: know? well, what, what about what, the one thing that you did every morning that okay. us boys would be dragging <laughs> and, and mumbling, grumbling the whole time? Well,
1: I homeschooled them maybe for a year and a half. And during that time, we developed a devotion that I believe kept me through the difficult times of raising them. And God gave us such a peace when Ron lost his mother and we were able to drive from North Carolina to New Orleans with peace that he was Ron was able to um to do the service which most people, you know, hesitate to do, especially in that it, it was his mother, but God gave us such a peace that we were able to minister to the family as well as her friends. Dr. Hester? Uh, I just wanted
2: to say that raising children, uh, uh, this is, can be a difficult area because uh, if you have multiple children, each one of them have different personality. And you have to learn those personalities, uh, so uh, you will be able to deal with them. But working together as a mom and dad, we must be—we have to be consistent. And uh, I just wanted to share a, a few tips on that. Uh, number one is to the. Boost, uh, boost, the child's self-esteem. Uh, you better always be there, uh, encouraging the child to do something, do something good. Uh, in most cases, we we always get down on them when they do something wrong. Uh, always rewarding the child for good behavior. Uh, number two, encourage the child to do good things. Three, be consistent with discipline. Yeah, don't let the child get away because see, uh, children are smart. If you let them get away this time, they expect to get away and continue to get away. But see, then what most time happen is that the parent gets to be so angry, and now when they discipline them, uh, they could hurt them because uh, because they prolong the discipline instead of being consistent with the discipline for make time for the child and try to be a good role model because these children, they are watching you. They are trying to emulate themselves after you. Um, they, they'll they say things that they, they hear from you um, because they don't know. And that's why Reverend Minister was saying that we are the trainers. We train them uh, to be the good people that we, we want them to be. Michael Jordan could be the basketball star if somebody didn't uh, uh, train him or encourage him to be that way. The Williams sisters could not be good on the tennis uh, uh, court if somebody wasn't there to be uh, training them. So we have to be good role models for them to be good people you can't expect to be Robert banks and they know you're Robert banks and to be a good parents uh, because you don't want them to be Robert banks
0: so so yeah uh, we have to do these things for our children so uh you all have uh three sons and uh could you share just uh your advice to parents who have multiple children on balance uh making sure that uh each child gets enough attention
1: yeah i think that's important and don't um favor one child over the other um if at all possible possible um, try to make them feel loved equally the same um show them as well as um train them that they are an important part of this society and, and your name precedes you. So we want to understand that, you know, if, if you cook bad seeds out, it's going
0: to show. Right. So you just said something about showing the love. I think one thing is well that we should really uh, touch on is that the the verbalization of that word, especially in our community, uh, that word love, I love you, is not freely uh, offered as as much as it should be, uh, to affirm that idea that hey, you are loved, and we're there for you. you agree?
1: I totally agree. Um, and love, like I said in the beginning, is isn't an action word, and we have to show in action that you know we're not browbeating them, we're not uh, discouraging them, we're encouraging them to be all that they uh, can be that nothing is too impossible to happen for them. Just keep that as a forefront, as a Hey, go for the best.
0: So Dr. Hester, what would you say? So that's why it's it's important to demonstrate
2: the family nucleus uh, to come together as a family, and that's not happening today. Because when you have that family because everybody is included and the children will, will see that and they will want to emulate that when they grow up uh, to be like their father, be like their mom and what have you, especially the girls will be like their mom and uh, the boys will be like their, their dad. But they have a family uh, that looked like that. Um, but it's, it's anything, like anything, you have to work on get to what you, what you want to accomplish.
1: I think it's important too, we always eat dinner together. Maybe not breakfast because dad is gone, but if at all possible, have the one meal dinner together where you can communicate how was your day? Um, what, what did you tackle today? What did you accomplish today? And be able to share that. And you know, and also uh, allow the children, and someone get it, at an age, to be able to uh, contribute to the family nucleus.
2: Okay, uh, because in many cases we look at ourselves as a parent that we what we tell you to do. That's and, and that's true too. Uh, but at a certain age, uh, they should be able to, uh, you know, make suggestions or. This, maybe we could do it this way, or maybe we could go that place, or what have you. But I think what was, had happened in the past, it was always the mom and dad telling the children, This is what we're going to do if you all like it too bad. Um, but, you know. Yeah, that's, that, that's, the, that's the parents I know.
1: <laughs> they they can't have two three, have input. Yeah.
2: Input. Yes, but, input. You, but, but you learn. Yes. It's a process life. Exactly. It's, it's in yeah. yeah, I, re- I remember uh, my um, youngest son. Uh, we had a, 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 not a disagreement, but we just had a discussion. And he had mentioned to me that how would I know because I was always at work, okay? Uh, but now I'm, I have an opportunity to be with my grandchildren and uh, be able to implement some of these things that I grew up with and I can see things uh, differently because I didn't have an opportunity before because I was at But now I have an opportunity to
0: be able to help out in that area. So just one last question to wrap up the episode. Uh, it's a tough question. So take a moment and think about it. Um, do you have any regrets when it comes to raising your children? And what were what were their I don't, I don't, uh, I don't have any any regrets. I, I, I believe that I did
2: the best I could to be uh, the father that I was without any training. Mm-hmm. You know, in most cases, parents don't have training. They don't have books to show them how to train their children. Mm-hmm. You know, and even if they did that book is not necessarily the right way to train your children because every child is different mm-hmm. and and, and that's, that's one area that parents must be I guess in the learning process become experts because you don't want to show the difference if you have multiple children you want to be able to demonstrate that you love them maybe not the same but a different love that you have for each one of them because each they're one different. Of them their, right. They're different. They have, they have mm-hmm. different personalities
0: mm-hmm. and what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh So um, I, don't,
2: I don't have any regrets. I
1: think I did the best I could. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Norma? I think in retrospect, I may, but I can't think of anything in specific that I would have changed. Um, I think it's. Sometimes we we're so focused on trying to raise our children right that sometimes we can miss it and not even be aware that mm-hmm. you know we miss that.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that you mentioned earlier that there's no training manual to be parents, and um, it's a blessing to be a parent. So. But because there's no training, there's no real way to say, okay, this is how you do it, you know? And so uh, because of that, even for myself, like I recently had the perspective that uh, as I look back over my childhood and my life, that my parents did everything they could to see that I had everything that I needed, as well as inspired me and encouraged me to do and try whatever I wanted to. And uh, I have to say that I'm grateful for for that because i run into people today who parents who didn't say those words and didn't encourage them and actually did the exact opposite of that and put them down and discouraged them and told them they were nothing. And uh, growing up in that environment, that toxic environment is so challenging because you have to fight against this negative idea that's been hammered into your head when you already, even as believers, you already are having to confess and believe and And trust and hope um, when there's no evidence to trust and hope, you know? Um, What would you all say to that? I I think um, the word
1: told us that our only hope is in Christ Jesus. And with that in mind, we have to focus in on him and that he said he would work things together for our good. We have to trust that He's about that business. He's already planned from the foundation of our time, or his time, to bring the good out of us. So we just thank God for you
2: know, his finished work. Yeah, I, uh, I believe it's an awesome responsibility to have children. Uh, I, I think people, uh, couples, uh, especially even ones that's not even married, uh, to, uh, to take it for granted. Uh it's, it's also responsibility being be in charge of a human being. Uh, and um, we should look at that as as uh, a responsible position and do our best to be able to uh, help that person to be all that they they can be. Mm-hmm. It, and, it, and it's still from what we talked about, love. Okay, you wow. know that, 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 child, uh, because I remember if we go way back when one of my children was going to college and, uh, and it was in the process that, that we were going to get the car, but it didn't work out that way for him. Uh, so it happened that we had to take that job 10, uh, what was it, uh, um, uh, um way out of the way. Way out of the way, Seven hundred or uh, ten hour drive, ten hour drive. Uh to go to school and come to find out that he had promised somebody else uh to okay. drive to school. So we have to go way out of the way to do that. That's love. And uh and, and that's what parents must realize that uh that there's times that they're gonna have to go out of their way for that child because they brought them in the world these children don't ask we didn't ask to come in the world nobody asked to come in the world mm-hmm. but once they here, you got to demonstrate the, the love for them and sometimes do the things that you really don't want to do Don't
0: want to do it, you do Just demonstrate the love. And that love is a, an investment of time and energy and talent. And I, I look back over, because uh, recently I had the revelation that I am who I am because of you two. And uh, I look at my my fashion line because my dad is a, a fashionista himself. He's uh, uh, very fashionable. And uh, and my mom is a singer. I'm an opera singer. And, uh, and my mom used to do interior design. I'm an interior designer. And, uh, like, the things that I, I'm passionate about, I find myself, like, thinking of you two. Like, wow, I'm doing this just like my mama. I'm doing it just like my daddy. And we don't realize the impact that parents have uh, on a child because that child is really being molded and molded and shaped in that image of of those parents you know yes so this has been a great episode of 53 years and counting uh thank you so much dr ron and norma hester if you'd like to uh hear more about these episodes go online to www.livefreemagazine.org uh, we are, this is Jarvis Hester, the editor-in-chief of Live Free Magazine, where we inspire you to live free in every area of your life, mind, body, and spirit.
1: Be blessed.